0: We want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and this area's original name is Nam. We pay respect to them and their elders, past, present and emerging. Ooh, it's the little podcast, babe. I have just started listening to music. Panda <laughs> Fluffer, like it's very specific. There's <laughs> no reason
1: you can't have a cult focused on garlic bread. Oh, with the boys. Which, with, 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 you ate it. it. Tasted
0: like you were eating poison. <laughs> You're right there, darling. First <laughs> of all, that's not standard issue. Astronaut <laughs> wear. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, other people. I know what other people are, Any? Oh, my God. Tuck <laughs> it into your waistband. and you can sometimes be seen at the top of the waistband being like... Hello. You would be the most annoying ghost. You know what? <laughs> I'd like to be better at bringing my cat into work in a sneaky way.
1: Check it where you get your protein from. I don't even know why I call you my best friend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the We Want to Be Better podcast. Uh- yeah. crowd of river <laughs> 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 okay, This you- is, okay, when All someone right. says this is, right, I either go like, this is the pub where I say I don't want or this is a story of a girl. That's it. Those are the two options. There's never okay, anything do else. The first one we'll do. This is the story of a
1: pod. Oh, no, we're doing the other one. No, the other one. This is the We
0: Wanna Be Better podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the We Wanna Be Better podcast, the socially conscious, conscious upskilling comedy, comedy podcast. podcast hosted by me, Bianca Ismalovsky. And me, Annie, Neela, Nolan. <laughs> Excellent work. Yeah. Uh, so f- right off the bat, just like top of the episode, I wanted to just let you know that you were looking at banging today and you have to accept that compliment because that's what we're talking about at the top of this podcast. How did you go with your compliments? Also, like, but you actually do look really banging today.
1: Yeah, I made an extra effort today, so I'm totally willing to take When you walked out here
0: this morning... I mean, it's a shock from the usual <laughs> slump that I've been living. Lo- I forgot what you look mm. like with eyeliner on, which is crazy because... Mm, that's my that's, trademark. That is your trademark. Yeah. Um. Look, I... <sighs>
1: Fell into somewhat of, I'm not going to say a depression. I'm going to say like a little blue period. I've been finding it really quite hard this last week. And so I thought, do you know what? I'm going to shower and wash my hair. Wow. And uh, blow dry it even. Oh, yeah. It looks yeah. really good. Put a little bit of makeup on mm-hmm. and I have—I really do feel a lot better. Yeah, you look Go great. for a walk
0: in the sunshine. Yeah, yep. we just had a little walk. It was really lovely. Yeah. Really good time with you. Really? You looked, I mean, you were walking down the street and you were getting a lot of looks because you look so good. Well, yeah, we got stopped and someone, someone said, where are you going? Like, you're not allowed to go anywhere in a pandemic.
1: And I'm yeah. like, okay, right. Um, no, I just felt shit about myself, so I wanted to get dressed yeah. up. Anyway, so the compliment thing has been going uh, – Good
0: until my mother listened to the podcast. Oh, hi, Mm. Jackie. If you're tuning in again, good to have you here. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for supporting. I'm not sure. I think my mum does listen to the podcast because she messaged me to say, Yes, I listen to the podcast. And no, the sex scenes in Gigolos, I'm not a fan of. So (laughs) I guess, like, hi, mum, as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Good to have you here. So I will read you what text messages I got from my mother. Oh, hold on. Yeah, she was blowing up your spot there for a little while. So she goes, just listen to the compliments. You are aggressive to receive a compliment. I always think you're beautiful. I said, ha-ha, thanks, Mum, because I'm not allowed to, like, reject them. So I said... Thanks, mum.
0: That wasn't really a compliment, though, was it? That was her abusing you for being. <laughs> no. She's like Annie. You're always taking back. Like, you cannot take a compliment. Oh, that- <laughs> mum is
1: the queen of the back end. Like she, you know, it's always like a, a slap across the backside and then a kiss. You know, oh, that, she kisses it. Better. Yeah. So she goes, "You are aggressive to see- receive a compliment." So there's my slap, and yeah. then he goes, "But I always think you're beautiful." There's my kiss. Okay. <laughs> so um, I said, "Well, thanks, mum," and then she goes, "You are so lovely." And I said, "Okay, now you're making me feel uncomfortable, but." Again, thank you. And she goes, I absolutely adore you and love you and you are so pretty. (laughs) Then she goes, not incorrect. And you are stunning and smart and amazing. I said, nothing beats a mother's bias, but again, thank you. Like I agree
0: with all of the points that she's making. So then
1: she goes, I am not biased. It's obvious to all that you are so freaking amazing, smart and talented. I'm honestly semi-vomiting in my throat as I read this out. (laughs) And then I just wrote back, Annie Nolan automated message. Press one if you would like to give a sincere compliment. Press two if you would like to give a faux compliment to make her feel uncomfortable. Write back, stop to opt out. <laughs> Mum just kept going, pressing one, one, <laughs> one. And then she goes, she goes, is there a higher one? Please shower her in compliments. And I I wrote back, automated message. Thank you. Thank you. And she just kept bringing one, one, one. Anyway, so she persisted to annoy the shit out of me for yeah. the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this, is the, this is the this is the issue in like telling people that that's what your plan is. This is the issue with the podcast. Everything. Oh, I have so many issues with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many issues with the podcast. Let's get started on that. But no, I uh cuz I obviously my thing was I was going to be really specific with my compliments. So instead of just saying, you know, you look good, I'd have to really dig Make, deep yeah. like, and be specific as to what I found I was complimenting you or anyone on I do find that it, it was more helpful because then people actually would be like oh that's a sincere compliment because you're not just saying a general thing about how you like me mm. um so I found that great but obviously you and I would be complimenting one another and if any of us gave even the slightest hesitation we would start like jam down each other's throats yeah. and be like ah You've and got to
1: accept it. Do you remember that the day after we did this podcast, Bianca
0: rejected two of my I compliments. I don't think that that's... Two. Two? Was that the, was, okay. Was it the diary? How's this? How's this? You know how like people are like, oh, like you guys are close friends. Mm. I read my fucking diary out to Annie. Yeah.
1: So, <laughs> it, it, I mean, it was like... It, and it was amazing. So, my compliment to you was... You are a terrific writer, like absolutely amazing. I think you need to write for a living. Like I am shocked, floored, <laughs> in disbelief. Actually, actually, if I'm going to be like you, I'm aghast, right? Because that's Bianca's word I am she always uses. Aghast. Used. aghast yes. I am aghast at how good at writing you are. And I told you that, like mm. listening to your diary. To think that you wrote that for yourself and no one was going to hear it. Is just it's just cruel. A cr- it's it's. <laughs> how could the world go
0: without listening to that? Yeah. Anyway, you weren't having it. Weren't having well, it. I just was. I was uh, uh, taken aback. Uh, I was aghast because I again. I mean, I didn't write it for someone else to read, and I was surprised that you would say my writing was good. I think you are just thinking that it's good because it was like seeing a window into my soul, Bianca. <laughs> It was so good. And I see a window
1: into your soul bloody every day. Okay. It was really good writing. Thank you. Anyway, so I just want to say that you're a hypocrite. Which, Which not- isn't a compliment. That one's not a compliment. No. But that I will accept. Thank yeah. you. I'll willingly <laughs> yeah, take that. Yeah. Yeah. Not a problem. It's easy to take the negative, isn't it? It is. I sent you a Facebook message yesterday. I still haven't heard anything
0: back. You should have sent me a woof. A what? When you send a woof, it goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. Woof.com. Woof. Shall we move on to... The main topic for today. Oh, God, do
1: I want
0: to? Yes, all right. Okay, so today we're talking about the social dilemma. Yeah. Uh, Which, you know, just being in 2020, massive social dilemmas left and right, can't socialise at all. But the actual dilemma is the Netflix documentary, The Social Dilemma. Yes. Which is... um, it's a documentary. I'm sure people have watched it because it was number seven in Australia when it's I watched was it. <laughs> it's trending. trending. Yeah. Uh, and it's about people that created social networks and it's people that whose job it is yeah. to get us sucked into the world of social media. And it's them sort of revealing the curtain of why we get sucked in and how it's actually having really negative impacts on the world. Yeah. So it is... Some ex Silicon Valley, or
1: some actually still current Silicon Valley workers, all that have worked at places that are the main social networks. So we're talking, we're fa- talking Facebook, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Instagram Google, Reddit, Reddit Google. Pinterest, Pinterest. Um, and I suppose you would say that the documentary is led by this main
0: character. He's not a character, he's a real person, but his name is Tristan Harris. Okay, I kind of got a crush on him. Yeah, Yeah. same. I like a little ethicist. Although, okay, wait, can I just, there's one point that I have to bring up about him that confused the hell out of me, right? So, everyone's like, everyone's talking about like their drug of choice. Like, I was addicted to Pinterest, I was addicted to Reddit, and he was like, I was addicted to my email. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about, Tristan? In what... What could you possibly, I like, know, what, do you is so what do you mean? that is so true. you mean? Fuck yeah, I don't understand that. What are you doing? Like, are you writing long emails? Are you just like checking your spams? Like, what, how, how is someone addicted to their email? It's, it's not a social network. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pinging but off he, emails. And he, and he just like said it, like it was, like he said it several times. And I was like, are you going to explain why? Like, what are you doing on there? Yeah. But like, I are you just know. replying to email? Like what? He is an oddball, our Tristan, I but mean, we like, do I love him. I like, I understand being addicted to other things. Like, I get the thing about being addicted to Instagram. I get that, like, watching Twitter. Like, you only get a certain amount. Yeah, at, most at one point, <laughs> your inbox is zero. Like,
1: like there's nothing what, else you can do. I, He's just and, filling out subscribe like you know when people are like do you want
0: to scri- subscribe to our yeah. mailing list and he's like yes I do like what are you doing are you like consuming every email like it just doesn't make I, any sense what are you obsessed with yeah I unsubscribe unsk- from everything like I he subscribe must be- to get the discount code and, and then, then I, I uns- immediately unsubscribe yeah, yeah exactly but
1: Tristan is just like <laughs> Tristan's just oh my god so bizarre anyway other than that love you Tristan so he worked as the design ethicist at. Google, but yeah. left the company and is the president and co-founder now of the Humane... Um, the uh, You want to edit that one? No. Okay. Okay, we'll <laughs> keep that in. Um, he's now the founder of the Centre of Humane Technology.
0: Yeah, Humane Technology. So, which
1: is exactly what it sounds like. Mm. He talks on ethics surrounding particularly social media. And the other people that are on the show are people that are like, Harvard professors, social psychologists, philosophers, scholars. There is the president of Pinterest and the director of monetization at Facebook. There's the guy that invented the like button. Yeah. Like we're talking the people way back when like that actually created Mm. these things. These are not people looking from an outsider's point of view.
0: Yeah. They are the people that made it. It, It's weird to me that like, like button didn't exist.
1: At
0: one point. Yeah.
1: Like I understand. And to hear him talk about it, like actually to hear all of them talk about social media and their intentions to start off with, the guy that invented the like button, he was saying, you know, it was meant to be a positive thing Mm. that and now – people are addicted to getting likes and feeling that. Validation. Yeah, feeling validation, but if they don't get them like deleting it and feeling worthless, he's like it was always just meant to be an acknowledgement of
0: like, oh, you're doing good. Good on you, like yeah. a pat on the back. Well, yeah, that's why when you don't get one, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm doing t- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. I mean, well, it, it was upsetting. Angry like, reacts. you know, when they were talking about, uh, you know, young girls, Mm. you know, I've always felt grateful that I didn't grow up with social media. Like, I mean, we had MSN messenger and like, you know, what's the worst thing that you do on that? You lay dormant appearing offline until your crush comes in. And then like five minutes later you sign in, you become online just so that they pop up and hope that they talk to you. Like, that's the worst thing. And I definitely flashed a few guys on MSN messenger with the webcam. Sure. I definitely did that as a teenager. That's like, if that's just like an insight into what I would have been like had social media actually existed in my time, there would be a backlog of absolute horrific shit that I'm grateful I didn't have to deal with. Like it was bad enough having my space when I was like 16 or whatever. Mm. And I always did think how shit it would be, but I actually can't imagine how how hard it must be on young girls. Like that the self-harm and suicide rates have skyrocketed like yeah. To the levels that they have and you just think, fuck, like I am a 30-year-old woman and even I cope with the issues of not getting mm. enough, enough likes on a photo. Yeah. Can't imagine how it would be being like 13. Yeah. So, again, if you
1: watch the – it's, again, called The Social Dilemma and it's on Netflix. They provide you with the statistics on this and it is so fucking upsetting. Like, <laughs> essentially, the graph is just showing it going at an exponential rate and I think the thing is as adults we just look back and we're like yeah but I mean times change and we had things in our day like we had magazines that we had to deal with Mm. and we always sort of compare but I, I think the issue here is that the People that are – into and we we feel impacted by it, like you were saying. We mm. feel impacted by it, but we're like, oh, but you get through it and it's part of like growing pains. No, this is something that we've never dealt with before and the difference between us interacting with this and teenagers or children interacting with this is that their brains are still developing. Mm. There are so many things that we don't give children because we know that it will impact their development yeah so like there's a reason that kids don't drink alcohol and there's a reason that they don't engage with a a whole heap of things because they're they're not equipped to I think the really confronting part for me in this documentary was the very end and I mean there was lots actually there was lots but I just mean that's really specific to my own situation and it was that they asked the people that created these things if they would give it to their own children, and nearly all of them said no, like no, and not just a oh a little bit here and there. There was one person that said their sixteen-year-old is allowed to have two hours a day, but they all said clear-cut no, no way, mm. they're not even allowed to have it, and that that really like that actually really hurt me because of what we've been going through here and as you have been witnessing what we've been going through, which we'll get into in a second, mm. but
0: yeah. Yeah. Look, I, uh, like when you're in high school, right? Like high school's hard for all of us, you know, like even if you had a good run at high school, it's still hard. You're still doing all of these social pressures. And that's why I think it would be so fucking hard because while it's, it was hard for us growing up, it's like, Oh, how many friends do you have? You don't have that many friends or whatever. But like, online it's like a specific like it's measured out it's a number it's like how many followers do you have how many likes did you get yeah like you can actually see the proof of like your popularity or unpopularity which is like what people live and die by that stresses me out just thinking about it I don't think I could cope with that there's that aspect which is just
1: like the social side with their their friends and things like that but there's also I don't know if this- I find it um, arguably worse, but it's also this algorithm that these mm. um, experts are talking about. Essentially, if you've got the money, you can access and you can Shape. change change people's minds. They say it is a form of mind hacking, brain hacking. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. So... I I remember when we were kids, like our parents, like going up in arms that they used to advertise sugary
0: cereals on a Saturday morning Mm. when you watch like McDonald's toys, like they weren't allowed to advertise Happy Meals because it was like, oh, because then the parents are getting stressed out that the kids want the toy (laughs) that's in that. So like we have, we can't have that going on.
1: Absolutely. Now. You think back to that and you just laugh now because of what (laughs) our kids are exposed to, particularly relevant say, okay, this sounds like a bit weird, but my girls love kids' um, YouTube, right? And you think kids' YouTube all right, it's really monitored. That should be fine. Like kids YouTube, like mm. it's all approved and it's ticked off. It's kids it's, I'm telling you right now that the majority of the YouTubers are like Mormons and things like that, which is like – fine you can be Mormon and whatever but there's so much messaging in it Mm. and you can't tell me that you are sitting down with your kid and watching it from start to finish I don't know a single parent that is sitting with their child and watching all of it you're just not fucking doing that don't kid yourself right? You give it to your child so they give you a break. Yeah. <laughs> you don't give it to your child and just like monitor everything. And that, like, that's fine. Like people are allowed to express their religion and stuff. But is that the like messaging that I want for my kids? I don't know. I mean, the most obvious, really hardcore thing that we've gone through this week was that TikTok was essentially hijacked by this awful video of a man and... Um, I'm just gonna put in a trigger warning here it's um, relating to suicide um he he live streamed his suicide right he he shot himself and people were were editing this clip of him and putting kittens and puppies and whatever at the start of a video clip. So, you know, on TikTok it scrolls through Mm. and you would think it was harmless, so you'd start watching it. Oh, cute puppies and whatever. And then kids were being shown a man blowing his head off. That is what they were seeing. So, and that gets through. That's TikTok. TikTok's demographic is not us beyond No. TikTok's demographic is young
0: kids. Yeah. There's literally a hashtag for like over 30s on TikTok Like because we're that we're yeah. not. We shouldn't be on the app. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you here. We'll give you a tick. Like we'll give you a hashtag. That's where you can go and hang out in the over thirties area. But yeah. yeah, it's for kids. Yeah, it's exactly. For yeah, no, it's fucked up. I'm the cool dad. That's that's my thing. I'm hip. I I surf the web. I text. Lol. Laugh out loud, OMG, oh my God, WTF, why the face? Okay, let, let's talk about the algorithm then because what they're mm-hmm. talking about is that you're up against a machine and the way that they have it in the documentary is like you're a morph of a person and they can guess, they can understand what you're going to do and they their whole thing is they want to keep you on the app. So that's what the apps are for. That's why you get notifications to be like, hey, someone liked your photo. Hey, someone commented on this. You've got a new friend that's just joined because they want to get you, they want to entice you and get you on there. And then once you're on there, they want to make your feed uh, customized to what you'd like and what they think you're, is going to keep you on the app. But at the same time, they're doing that because they want to sell you as a product to well, so, sell your time, I guess, to uh, advertisers. So yeah, uh, the algorithm is going to be. It can be subtly changed to infiltrate your behavior and change ha- your thoughts. So you know, there yeah, was an awesome um, saying, and I can't remember
1: exactly what the words were, but it was essentially: if you can't see the product, you are the product. You are the product. Yeah, and that is what exactly is going on. You, we're not paying for Facebook. We're not paying for Instagram. We're not paying for all these things. So we can't see a product, mm. um, but that means we are the product. Yeah, and for ages I didn't really have a problem with this.
0: I was like, oh, well, whatever. It I don't care. Me time though, because yeah. I would be like, you know, it's good. They they know what I like. Exactly. It's helpful for me. Like if I'm talking about something, it's great that it will then pop up on my feed because I don't have to Google it and it's just coming to me. Exactly. I thought that oh, this is saving me time (laughs) like I'm I'm
1: not having to go searching I mean the one one scariest thing that ever happened to me was I rode my bike in the cold and my hands froze on the handlebars Mm. and then I came home and I opened my phone and it like was advertising vegan leather bike gloves that's, that's what in how? hell? How? How did it how know? How does it know? I didn't even go on my phone. I didn't did it even know? say gloves. No, nothing. And it advertised that to me. And I was like, well, geez, that's. And it's also vegan? <laughs> like, that what really the fuck? know? Like, it really knows. And it sounds good in theory, but it actually
0: has big world consequences as we found out because as it goes into the documentary like spoiler alert it talks about how we're so divided and the way that we're divided is because and I have noticed this is that everyone everyone's news feed isn't the same and I get that when someone else is scrolling and I see their feed and I'm like oh I sometimes forget that people aren't seeing the same thing as me right because my feed is very different to someone else's feed and so this is the issue that we have with social media particularly like as you can see in 2020 is that We are seeing information that is based on like what we already believe and what Google thinks we'll like, right? And so we see that as fact. But on the other side of the spectrum is someone getting fed conspiracy theories about 5G and coronavirus and they're taking that as fact. And like, I think it was like 78% of what is on social media is false news. So what the issue is, is that we're we're friends with middle-aged women. We see if we do happen oh, to see it. <laughs> I, I I don't know if you know this, but tonight Facebook is able to t- access all of your things, and they're gonna like, if, you yeah. don't, if you don't put your profile you, in private. Yeah. Also, like know. by the way, if you don't yeah. comment, <laughs> if you don't comment on this post, then you will be de- de- deactivated. Yeah. Like, um, what? But yeah. So the the issue is is that we're getting more and more divided. Now at this point in the documentary, I did feel. I mean, like it's meant to scare you, and it is. But I kind of felt like a sense of relief in a way and I know that that's going to sound crazy but I was kind of like, well, at least there's like an explanation for what's going on because I have been feeling like we are so divided because we are. Like mm. the world is just so fucking crazily divided and you're like how is it changing? Like what is it? And mm. it's kind of nice to know it's the algorithm that is doing this to us. So if we if we know the problem then we can at least move forward in fixing the problem whereas I yeah, that's feel a really it, positive yeah.
1: outlook I didn't really even think of it like that because I just felt despair
0: <laughs> um, but I felt the despair mm. before that like I've felt the despair mm. and been like how is this how are people so stupid right like the 5g thing like how can you be so dumb to think that coronavirus is a hoax and how can you not believe in climate change and blah 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 like I I've thought that and been like what the fuck but now I'm like ah okay, excellent. There is an explanation as to why people are getting this because they're seeing it as fact. And I I at least understand that now. And yeah, it's fucking terrifying that we've come this far, but we're on the precipice. Like now is the time for change. And I actually feel like, I feel hope. I I felt hope more so than despair. I think, yeah, I had the
1: opposite reaction. I, again, like feel like I knew most of it, but when (laughs) I think the really awful part of the documentary is the bit where they go into Myanmar and yeah. Burma and how there is essentially a genocide there right <sighs> so they explain that when people in Burma get a mobile phone mm-hmm. subscription and they they the companies all put Facebook straight onto their phone and they sign them up they make you an account they make you, you an one. account right so everyone in that country was pretty much their main form of contact with everyone was Facebook. And that sounds fun. You're like, Oh, well, what, what difference is that say compared to texting? Like this is that, like, and that's the thing. It is different. It is completely different because what happens is the people with money, if you've got money, you can access anyone mm. you pay and you can access anyone. And that's what happened like a political party, paid a whole heap of money to make people, again, brain hacking, think a certain way. And that ended up in a genocide. <laughs> like yes. it's awful. Absolutely fucked um, up. And really Facebook is completely accountable for that. So I felt despair because in my mind I think, well, the people that are going to get anywhere are one, the people that have money. And we know that the people that have money often have self-interest. I mean, look at like Murdoch and people like that and how they manipulate people and Mm -hmm. make people think a certain way because they have money and they don't care about people that are black or they don't care about people that are poor or they don't give a fuck about women. All these things that like you and I care about, Mm -hmm. they don't care about, right? And so I just felt nothing but despair, yeah. I but I mean you're right at least we can see that there is a problem and at least there is this guy that was you know has an ethics company now which <laughs> yeah. is like great I, it's a bit bit probably late
0: but you know I do feel that uh, like, I mean, I know that it's unregulated at the moment and I get that. I understand that these industries are unregulated, but it always does take a little time for an industry to become regulated, I think, like when something's new. And it's fucking wild that social media has just like taken off to the level that it has and we've all gotten sucked into this matrix and like that's just the life that we live now. But I feel like something will change, right? Like, like we're up against this algorithm, uh, yes, but... But something will, something's got to give. I don't know. See, you're so optimistic. I am an optimist. Like, I love that. that. I
1: think that, I mean, again, if that's your way of thinking, like things will always swing back to the good or whatever. I just, like, look at newspapers. Look at, like, look at mainstream media. Mm. It doesn't, it hasn't swung that way. It's like, yeah. it's not really evened out. And I mean, there's an argument that social media was a way for people with, like, opposing views to finally have a platform to hear, have their voice heard. But now we know that having your voice heard is your voice is being heard by the echo chamber of the people that believe in what you already Mm. believe in. Their voices aren't being heard by people that are the people that need to change or that need to hear their story, Mm. you know? Because I'm connected. I'm plugged into the matrix. I am the fucking
0: matrix. When they talk about the Uh, the way that your phone is basically, it's changing your behavior. Like they get into your brain. So you'll do things and they want to like create these patterns in, in what you do that you're not even aware of, which is like just hitting Instagram and like refreshing your feed. And like you're doing that without even thinking, right? Swiping. I got fucking mad at this point because I was like, Oh, that is 100% what I do. Same. And I was like, fuck you. So now whenever I pick up my phone and I go to like hit Instagram, I'm like, oh, no, 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 no you don't. No, I'm taking back the power, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm a rebel and I'm not going to let you do that. But then at the same time, like you and I live in a world where our job is to use social media. Like I, I'm stuck in this field. Like if I watched that documentary, I probably would be like, fuck, no, I don't want to do this. Like I actually would be quite angry. Because like uh, when it comes to Facebook, I don't use – facebook like professionally and i very rarely use it at all because i i don't want to be on there i don't really care what's going on on there you know unless i get a notification uh, which is the app sucking me in Um, and and the thing is you always get a notification this is the thing so even when there isn't a genuine
1: notification it's like oh hey someone in this group that you're in they just posted something
0: Yeah, so you've got (laughs) to edit your notifications to give you like fucking nothing so it doesn't suck you in. But the thing is like Instagram is where we like work. Yeah. So I can't, like I was like, I went through Instagram and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to take away all of my notifications for Instagram. But then I'm like, but I can't because what if someone was to comment something like, like a troll? I need to be able to see that so that I can then go back. No, you don't. You don't though. You actually don't. So um, uh, the, yeah, I know you think you do. No, but you don't. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that when you're a public figure, quote unquote, yes. like that is not just my profile that's up there that's like my branding that's up there it's not like I can just like if it if it was just like you know no one's gonna see it and I don't have to like defend who I am publicly because what I am is selling my brand on there then like yeah I wouldn't give a shit but it's difficult I feel like I'm like stuck in between a rock and a hard place Mm -hmm. where like I don't want to be a part of this but also it's kind of important to what I do for a job exactly I know we are we're in a really really difficult
1: position and
0: I haven't posted anything on Instagram for like three fucking weeks I know because I actually it is tiring and it's exhausting but at the same time it's like that's kind of what I have to do to do my job yeah
1: so I so there was like two main things that they advised on the show one was turn off all notifications I have turned off Every single notification mm-hmm. for everything on my phone except text messages and um, just like my work, you know, like if someone requests an appointment for dog grooming, that's it. No, there is absolutely mm-hmm. no messages that I can now get. No notifications, no nothing. I've turned it all completely off. Oh, and she I've has ha- unplugged from the matrix. I folks. have. And the other, sorry, the, and the other thing that they recommended was never ever click on the recommended next video or whatever so you know um yeah yeah. so like you'll like watch a video on Facebook or YouTube and it goes hey you liked this you should go to this right and that's like very well documented how people go down rabbit holes of that that's where the mind hacking comes in they're like slowly okay well you've watched this we'll recommend you a video but it's slightly a little bit more to this direction it's like the
0: six degrees from like Kevin Bacon it's like (laughs) oh like yeah you know it's like Oh, okay, well, we'll make this connection. You liked this video and it had this in it. So, like, maybe you'll like this and maybe you like this. And then the next thing you know, you're, like, yeah. a flat earther. So, like, it, yeah. you know, you're just yep. getting sucked in. Yeah, exactly. I'll talk about no notifications. That's
1: my phone ringing. <laughs> so I have turned off all notifications and I did have a troll. <laughs> I went in and I was like, oh. And then I realised... I just don't give a fuck. Oh, you went full pink. So what? It's not even that. It's that, like, someone wrote something, like, nasty on a post from ages ago. And I thought, okay, so I think sometimes our worries are artificial. Right. So, okay, yes, if you are are getting constantly bombarded with, like, bullying – Absolutely. And I can fucking empathize for teenagers and stuff that have to live through it. And I have gone through like periods where that has happened to me. However, one little like negative comment here or there, it gets to you, but I don't have to really defend myself against that. You know, most of the people that would follow me would know who I am. That's fine. Actually, lots of the time they'll come to my defense. And, yeah. um, and I, like, it was a while ago and no one's really going back on that yeah. post only me like I just I don't mm-hmm. think it matters I think that almost it comes down to a choice of do you want to spend the time worrying about defending yourself mm-hmm. or do you want to relieve your mind which is the majority of the time of notifications and for me personally it was I would rather be present now I just and I need to like control how much I am opening my
0: phone. They did say that like as humans, (laughs) as humans, we are wired to seek the approval of our peers, but our peers are usually like 15 people around us. But like now we've got that need for approval, but on like a scale of like everyone in the world judging us and we aren't capable of dealing with like the rejection.
1: You are not capable of at all, of everyone liking you. No. It is is absolutely impossible. There is not one single person in the world, like we say all the time, Malala got shot. Like, that's how I always think of it. Like, Mm. someone, like, how is she even controversial? She wants, like... Girls to be educated. Oh, no. Like, there are people that fucking hate that. There are people that don't like Beyonce. Like, come on. Come on. There's you. What could you dislike about Beyonce? What is it? And also, people don't have
0: the ability to really know you through social media. They just don't. Right. No. uh, You know, we're talking about this recently. People think that they know what's going on in my life because I give them a tiny window. Would you like to even... Would you like to say about
1: what someone said on your um, social media? Uh, what about
0: me? The one when I announced my divorce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I write a post that like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm divorced. And, you know, most people are like, yeah, good on you, be. Well, you're like, not divorced. So you're separated. Well, separated. Like, like, be a divorce so is on the, cards. on the cards. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A divorce is like, you, you got to wait 12 months or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, someone commented being like, uh uh yeah, I I see this, you get, like, I, they were trying to say that, like, I'm now too famous for my husband and also I've, like, lost heaps of weight. So, like, good luck with it, I guess. Uh, she was actually having a go at you. You think you've got too big for your boots.
1: Yeah. Now you've, now you've lost weight and, you know, <laughs> you're you sober and stuff. You've just left your husband because you think you're better than him. Yeah, which is... <clears throat> uh, Absolutely. Uh, Well, Well, I mean, there is an element of truth to it. But but no, it's mostly because there's so many other life factors for you. There is a lot going on in your life that she has no fucking idea about. And also,
0: when have I gotten too big? What? Am I a global superstar now that all of a sudden my humdrum life doesn't seem good enough for me? No. Like, where are you? Like, thank you, I guess, for the backhanded compliment. But, like, no, babe. I do not think I'm, like, all that in a bag of chips. Yeah. But, yeah, I just said to her, like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Like, I... I podcast and like, it's great that that's going well. Um, yeah, I don't drink anymore. So I do sport. So like, yeah, maybe I'm like, you know, have a different physique. Um, but also he left me and like, and like, and and also like, I don't owe you that, but like, I fucking like have to tell you, you don't fucking know me. Like, and it actually is crazy. Like people do, I think people do think that they know me like right now in my life, like I think people think I'm so open and I'm so vulnerable on air, which, like, don't get me wrong, I am. But I don't share everything with you. No. And I think people would be quite surprised to learn that there's so much going on. But yeah. I don't owe you telling you everything absolutely and there's stuff that I keep hidden so like while you may be sitting there thinking I know Bianca so well and I know everything that's going on in her life and I know everything about her divorce because she's been so open about it you know like a drop in the ocean but because there's stuff that I don't want to share so that you you have this thing of social media where you're only showing a small amount like I definitely um uh open enough but I also keep things to myself you actually don't know me as well as you think you do absolutely
1: did you get my messages no I threw my phone into the river I thought that you know if I can't be with her who am I gonna call and then I thought you know well my landlord my sister and you
0: so let's talk about uh what's going on with you (sighs) yeah so I actually don't know really I don't (laughs) know what's going on I know you said that I might know but I you know, well, I, like, I know we live together, but like we we don't also live yeah. together. So
1: I feel like this episode I've been a bit shaky and not talking as fluidly as I usually do. And I'm fluently both like just <laughs> like, no whatever. Yeah. I yeah, I'm a little bit uh, 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 oh, about no. talking because oh. I don't really. I've had a really rough time to be honest. So. <laughs> I think that I really like am finding it hard to talk about this because when it comes to my kids I don't really ever want to talk about negative stuff um about them or what they're going through or anything um like anywhere anywhere on the internet anywhere where it could live or you know It's just really hard to talk about like the hard stuff about parenting, and 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 I know that there's like a lot of like parenting bloggers that are like raw and real and like say the hard bits and the gross bits and the bit where the kid like pooped or whatever. I just really never been that person. If I talked about parenting, then it's often usually quite self deprecating. It's not really about my kids. It's something crap that I've done.
0: Oh hashtag the internet is forever, let's never forget.
1: Yeah, right. And um nappy. (laughs) So so I mean, this is like hard to talk about, but then I realised that actually this has like got nothing to do about my kid being bad, but it has everything about the thing that my kid has access access to because Oh, it's the algorithm. Yeah. So I mean, we've got a lot going on in our personal lives. And, um, and I, again, I'm not, like, willing to, like, share all of it. Yeah, but Maliki's having, like, a particularly tough time in isolation. And, like, pff, the internet has or like it broke me last night. It has fully fucking broke me. I had like a a nervous breakdown last night and I was just like hugging Liam and bawling my eyes out because I just don't know what to do. The thing is with lockdown, it's made it so much worse. And that is because the internet has been the only way for Maliki to communicate with his friends. And at nine years old, he needs to have communication with friends. The girls have fucking thrived in lockdown because they're twins. They really (laughs) have. Like, they are just living their best life, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
0: every day they get up and they're like, you know get dressed in fancy clothes like and yesterday they're like- they were <laughs> they were in the kitchen making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches together and then they're like watching spongebob while they're doing it and then like they both walk holding the ipad to go and sit down together and like and i was just like oh my god you guys are joined at the hip and it's so cute yeah and they're just yeah they're, they've got each other yeah, actually, they've really ramped up the twin thing. It's, it's getting yeah. a bit weird. Like they've started, they're never,
1: never, ever, ever in their life if they ever wanted to dress the same and they've started dressing the same and they keep going, we're twins. And I'm like, oh my God, this is weird. <laughs> All right. But they're thriving because they their social interaction they can have with each other. <gasps> Maliki cries he's lonely he's really lonely plus like we need the internet for schooling right there's schooling and social connection now the issue is that like I was saying you can't sit there and be present for everything that he's doing so like his main form of communication with his friends is via gaming and of which I don't really understand but what they do is they they have headsets and they talk to each other. I mean, it's like the modern day MSN Messenger. <laughs>
0: you know how it's like they're playing the game, but they're chatting. While they're they're playing, playing the game, yeah. and they all have like little headsets and talk to each that other. That is so much better than MSN Messenger. Oh like, yeah, like and they have
1: like up. avatars, sort of characters that sort yeah. of show their... It, sort of yeah. It, I mean, almost like the Sims meets. MSN. It sounds really good in theory. I mean, it sounds awesome, and I want to play too. Yeah, um, and I, I have even tried to engage in it because Please. spoiler, I have seen a psychologist about it. This has like been a really big issue. I like one part was like learning about it and trying to like get involved. So I like made a house with Maliki and stuff like that. So I really, I really did try to make an effort, but it's just so addictive and there is so much I suppose that algorithm that he's exposed to so uh, alongside the gaming they also watch like YouTubers that game and they do of that course. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. do that thing when they like go down the rabbit hole of yeah. slowly clicking things and Maliki knows exactly what's going on in the world because the YouTubers talk about it as they're playing games but It has become such a problem in our house that, like, it is affecting his behaviour 100%. And I don't think that he has the capacity to be on it at all. I just don't even – I don't think that he – if he went to school, I can tell you right now, he wouldn't even have any of it. And um, last night it came to, you know, a heads and we've decided to take it away. There's sort of this, like – back and forth that we're trying to juggle with. We, we take it away and then he becomes like this awesome kid and we're like, this is really mean. He needs like social connection with his friends. I mean, you could argue that like FaceTime and things like that. Why can't he do that with his friends? Because none of his friends do that. Mm. You know, that's not the way that the world is working. I mean, I, I've tried. I've tried to like just do a phone call or something like that, but it just does that's not the way it works. Yeah. And I don't want to be like the parent that isn't moving with the time you know that the you know there was always like that kid that had the parent that just like you cannot have a Tamagotchi like I don't want to be like that but I, I was, I, I'm trying but at the and same in time. in hindsight
0: though Tamagotchi is very innocent.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> a simpler
0: time was the Tamagotchis. Remember when we all had to put our Tamagotchis like in our bags and you weren't allowed to have them in class because they were uh, going yeah. off? I, we used to wear them like on a lanyard and you'd have <coughs> them under your shirt so no one could see your Tamagotchi. Turns out I'm actually better at looking after real life animals than Tamagotchis. My Tamagotchis always died.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah. so You don't want to be that. The, no, I don't want to be that parent. But then at the same time we take it away and he like improves out of sight, but he's fucking lonely so you're balancing like yeah
0: yeah
1: um and then it it goes this vicious cycle where okay we take it away becomes really good kid we give it back we tell him like it's monitored it only uh, you're only allowed an hour or two hours and that's it and then like he just can't cope his brain cannot cope with it he has like meltdowns it's
0: awful Because he wants it. It's like if he's if he's not on it, then there's no issue, he doesn't think about it. But if he's on it and it's like you only get it for an hour and then you're like it's over, Mm. he gets angry that he has to come off
1: it. I mean, we've like I said, we've like gone with through this with a psychologist. We've done the thing where you you slowly tell him like the time is ticking down okay so um you've got 30 minutes okay you've got 25 minutes okay you've got 20 minutes and you do that all the way until like two minutes one minute okay it's time to jump off now and even if just say he's like finishing something off you give a little bit of leeway you're like okay quickly finish that off all right and so that it's not an awful surprise Mm. because like the worst thing that kids have with it is like adjusting between like you know, the expectations of like, okay, well, I was just about to finish this level or I was, you know, yeah. my YouTube clip only had four minutes left or – and you just turned it off. Yeah, and yeah. so that adjustment – so we've done all that. We've done the adjustment. We've done the um, negotiating. So um, if you do your homework, then you can get it, all of that stuff. But it just has an effect on his mood and we just can't – like he, he – When he is exposed to it, he, like, has a terrible relationship with me and Liam. He, um, he's, like, taken to, like, swearing at us. He, I mean, like, honestly, he just, the main thing is that he has meltdowns. He just can't cope with it at all. And talking to other parents, I mean, this is the reassuring and non-reassuring thing, is that I know we're not alone and I know that actually Liam talked to a few parents, and it sounds like they've even got it worse in many cases than we do. Um, yeah, I just I don't know what to do. And at this point, we're back to square one. So we've decided that we're taking it away again. And after watching the social dilemma, I'm like pretty certain that I don't think it's going to come back until like maybe
0: he goes back to school now, mm. because it would be balanced with like yeah a regular life, irregular like a regular life, social exactly. Life
1: and- And we've done the whole thing where, um, you know, you could have it if you go out for a couple of hours and do exercise, and it just doesn't work. It's not working. He's like, little brain is developing, and it's there's. I just don't think that there's any healthy amount that we can. We've tried Mm. everything now, and and it sucks because like when he cries that he's lonely, I feel. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I feel terrible because like isolation's so hard on him and he's like only nine years old and remember like being nine years old and like fucking playing with your friends and like acting like the Spice Girls or whatever. He's got nothing. He has his sisters who are seven now and like the double-eyed's got bigger because like he's a nine-year-old boy and they're seven-year-old girls that love like playing dolls and shit. Like he doesn't want to do that. Um, Anyway I just feel like switching off is switching off his social life, but at the same time he keeping logged on is switching off his home life and it's awful like I just don't know what to do. Oh God, sorry, no, don't apologize, oh my God, I'm so yeah. sorry. I just like you know I, uh lockdown's really hard for kids like it's so oh. hard.
0: I actually, like, hadn't thought about how hard it would be for kids because obviously I don't have children Mm. and I haven't thought about it. But, like, yeah, I genuinely do not know how they're coping. Like, I don't know how you guys are coping having to do the homeschool and to have to try and keep your kids afloat. Mm. But I also, like, had never thought about it from the kids' point of view and it sounds and looks awful. And then
1: there's, like, fucking assholes that are on the internet trying to put, like, suicide videos in the middle of, like, something the kids are on. Like, what the fuck? Just fuck off. Leave kids alone. Like, yeah. I just... am so frustrated because parents are trying so hard. And it just... It is so hard to parent in this generation. Like, it is really difficult. And I know that every... Every generation probably says that. And um, Kids today. Exactly. Like... You just feels like such an old cliche when you say, oh, kids today. But truly, this is unnatural, what they're going through. And trying to keep your kids safe and happy at the same time feels like an impossible task.
0: It feels so hard. I guess now I understand why you didn't feel as quite as hopeful as I do. <laughs> because you can see the negative effects that Happen on social media, and you can see how it can change people's thinking and and the person that they are. It really is a social dilemma for you because it's like, well, how do I want to raise my kids? Do I like, yeah, taking them off makes them makes me that mom that doesn't let my kid have what all of his friends has. Yeah, but then keeping them on puts them at risk of all this terrible stuff. Like, what do you do? Like, you really are stuck
1: exactly exactly and like monitoring like
0: yeah I I don't know I actually don't know I feel (laughs) fucking awful for you
1: yeah I don't know either but um I just I can tell you right now like I just want for god's sake wear your mask so the coronavirus can fuck off yeah it's like it is really detrimental and these and these kids are gonna be (laughs) these kids are gonna be the kids that look after us Bianca like if, if they don't develop, like, even if you don't have kids, these kids are, like, the future and they're the ones that are going to, like, shape how we live our lives. Like, you should care. You really should care. Mm. Um, I don't know really what, what else to say other than, like, it is so hard. And a, any parent that's, like, navigating it, I feel for you. We know that it's hard for us as adults, every fucking adult has felt the pinch of social media. And we can see how social media, like I was saying before, can manipulate elections, and it can manipulate conspiracy theories, and it can mind hack, and it can create bloody genocides. And then our kids are just like casually on it. And for so long, I just thought, You know, it's TikTok dancing. Like, don't, God, for goodness sake, like, it's just a bit of fun. Yeah. And it's not at all. It's, I mean, I mean, there are elements to it that are fun. And I know that it was created to keep
0: us connected. But unfortunately, it's. Not as sweet as it seems. But it's like, that's the thing that this documentary sort of made me realise is that like, yes, maybe in the beginning it was made to keep us connected. And like, yeah, you can find out what your high school crush is up to now, like 20 years later. (laughs) But now it's like, no, it's created to keep you on there. That's the thing. Like... You know how like when uh, you, you go vegan and you're like, uh, you can vote with every meal, right? Like yeah. you're making a choice and you, you can vote with your money and where you want to put your money and you're not going to give it to the meat industry. You're going to give it to like vegan yeah. products. That's how I feel now with my time. I'm like, I'm voting with my time. And so when I go to open Instagram because I've literally been like fucking mind hacked to do so. Mm. I'm like, no, actually, you don't get my time. Like I'm taking myself off this. Exactly. You are the product. Like you're in control though. Like, I mean, like the algorithm is in control, but like you have the ability to be like, actually, fuck you. Mm. It's how I feel about so many things in my life. Like alcohol. I'm like, fuck you. You've lied to me my whole life. Like, fuck Mm. you. You don't get, you don't get to take anything else from me anymore. And I think like that's how we need to look at it. Like take back the power because if you're not on the app – they don't have you, yeah. Like, and 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 I know that like maybe there's an argument like just delete it and like don't be on it at all. But like, I, like, I can't yeah, do that. Exactly. But like, you have the ability to vote with your time. Don't mm. get sucked in. Like, don't yeah. let don't let that algorithm give you what you I want. Mean, we've gone through this before. Like, to follow
1: the people that you think are worthwhile and yeah. that you are doing the that are doing the right thing. And but um, also
0: find things that aren't in your phone. Like you yeah. know, you, you will see now how much time I spend doing crosswords. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's what I do. I I don't don't want to be on my phone all the time because it's just like fuck you. Like I, I I hate that our phones have become like an extension of who we are as people. It's like you know, it's always on your person, and you
1: feel empty when you don't have your phone on you. Yeah, you and then like, when you like just leave your phone at home and go to the I Sigma do that a lot,
0: and, and I do, do that you- a lot because I want to unplug because I'm just yeah. like. But then I've actually gotten a lot of trouble for that. Like there have been times where like people have called you and they're like, I can't get a hold of you. And you're like, it's a fucking emergency. And I've just gone for a walk without my phone. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Like, and then you, and then you're like, fuck, if I had my phone on me, like that's why you need your phone on you so Mm -hmm. that you can avoid these like catastrophes. But it's like this double thing of like what we need, what we need honestly is like a basic phone. Like I want like a Nokia 3315 again where like people can just call and text me. And then mm. I can have my smartphone for when I want, you know, my Spotify and my YouTube. Like I need to have both. I need yeah. a burner phone. I need to have like a drug dealer burner phone, <laughs> but just for contacting. Like that has to be a thing that we can like, can someone listening create this thing where like <laughs> you can like pull out a part of your phone. It's just like the basic part. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like where yeah. you can just. You can turn off notifications, Bianca.
1: Just turn off the notifications. I just don't even it's want it. It's so on me. fucking
0: freeing. Just like, like, but how fucked is it that we now have like Apple Watches? You can like wear your phone. Mm. You're never without it. Yeah. That sounds awful. That's like a, my biggest nightmare. Bianca, my
1: daughters the other day did a gratitude tree, right? It's like, was this activity yeah, for school. And tree, you had yeah. to like cut out all these leaves and write on there what you were grateful for and then you stick it on the tree and it was really sweet actually it was quite a nice thing to do they were writing like our pets names and just really sweet things and they wrote google perfectly and put it on the tree and like I get it you know I'm somewhat grateful for Google too because when the kids don't, no. <laughs> when I don't know the answer to the kids' questions at school, I just go to Google. But like, first of all, they had spelling mistakes on everything else except for fucking Google. Yeah. They know exactly how to spell Google. Yeah.
0: But wow, like my kids are seven, and I, and they're grateful for Google. They're grateful for Google. I mean, it has settled many an argument and backed me up in a lot of
1: a lot of times. <laughs>
0: so like, I'm grateful for Google too. But, yeah, no, I feel yeah. I don't know what to do. Like, what's your plan now? Like, taking – so you're just going to, like, no notifications? So I'm definitely no, no notifications. I have turned them off. And if people
1: <laughs> – I feel like I'm opening up myself to trolls here. Um, if you want to go and troll my page – Now would be the time. Now would be the time. I, the time. <laughs> I don't – I'm not going to notice. But I suppose, like, also – part of trolling is trying to get the person to notice so if I don't
0: notice maybe they're not going to give a shit oh right because if if like a troll mm. yells in the woods did anyone hear it if like yeah. it doesn't get a exactly yeah. <laughs> so my notifications are
1: off and I've noticed that like that's a really big help already definitely not clicking the suggested videos for sure but in terms of like my child which is the thing that I'm most concerned about mm. um I think that pretty much from here on out until the end of the pandemic, he's not going to have access at all to social wow. media. And I think that now we've got like two hours out of the house and stuff. We've encouraged him to do like social distance exercising with his friends. And I, I just think that that's like the only way, that's the only option we've got now. We've tried everything. We have tried everything.
0: And it's, it's really hard. Well, I think I'm going to... I'm going to remove all notifications and then we'll report back next week and Mm -hmm. say how we feel. I do, like, you know, okay, you're not going to get this, I know, because you haven't probably seen the movie. But there's this movie called The Village and it's a spoiler alert. It's an M. Night Shyamalan film. But, like, there is, like, this village of, like, you could call them, but they live like, Amish people, right? Mm -hmm. And then it turns out that actually they're, like, just people in modern-day world that, like, have created this little village where there's, like, no phones and they, like, live, like, it's, like, the 1600s kind of thing Mm. um, just to – because, like, I don't know, they, like, they didn't like violence and stuff. But, like, really, it's just social media. They're just trying to get away from that. That's how I – like, that's the only way to live is to, like, go off. I believe that anyone bags out Amish people. Like, Amish people are the ones that are, like, genius. Talk about consistency (laughs) and just, yeah, like, they're just digging the outfits. Personally. Okay. Yeah. Totally, like, I, you like, would, I I reckon actually, yeah. I reckon I'd look cute in a bonnet. I mean, We've I know that do. Look, I do. Yeah. I do look cute in a bonnet. Like, is yeah. there anything that doesn't look cute to me? Probably these yeah. headphones right now. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I think like what we need is to just like, I think we need to unplug from the matrix entirely. Like, mm. like I, I. Let's just be Amish. I guess. And also,
1: I think honestly, just put out positivity. Like, I just can't. For now. I pretty much just only live on my animals account, my business account, Mm. because it's like puppies and kittens and whatever. Like I just, that, you don't owe it to anyone. I used to always think, oh God, I've got a platform. I owe it, I owe it, I owe it. But also like, yeah, somewhat, but also I owe it to people to just bring happiness to Mm -hmm. and have like a nice little safe sanctuary of, you know, where they feel included and they feel just joy when they go over there. I can be controversial over on my uncanny anyone and I'll just fucking say it. Where well, that's where I like to fight every now and <laughs> then. But my animals one is just like, hey, everyone's like welcome here and this is just like a place that we can chill out. And I just live there mostly now because I just my heart hurts
0: too much because of being worn down, basically. I think, media. I do think spreading positivity is so important. Like, guys, it's 2020. Can we just, like, we're tired? Like, just stop with the online bullying. Stop saying negativity. Like, just, like, fuck. Like, any other year, fine. Like, I, I'm against it. But, like, can we just not this year? Like, yeah. you know, I think everyone's had a fucking break. Yeah. Is it not hard enough? Let's just chill for a sec. Yeah. Wait till 2021. Like, fuck. I know. I've really like, yeah, fuck, fuck. All right. I Yeah. Okay. I'm turning off notifications, but like, actually I'm so mad at social media. I just want to get rid of it. But then like, the thing is, we're going to like, pl- I'm going to have to plug this episode on social media. <laughs> I, but, hey guys, there's a new episode. <laughs> Can we just like have a laugh also
1: on my phone after I watched The Social Dilemma. I was like, oh, and then I opened Facebook and there was two posts, one after another saying, hey everyone, you should go and watch The Social Dilemma. And I'm like, um, oh my god, the fucking irony. The irony. The irony. But at the same time, if you want your friends to actually watch the social dilemma, the You've people that to. need to see it, you probably should post it yeah. on social media because that's where they're all hanging out. Well, oh
0: my god, no, it's a minor. Not pump. everyone's hanging out there. Apparently some people are addicted to email, so <laughs> <laughs> like that's where you'll find me on my Gmail account. Oh my god, I really need to <laughs> we need
1: to create a mail list. Right? That's what we need to do. It's <laughs> so fucking weird.